This is the Mormon Mixed Faith Marriage Podcast with Certified Life Coach, Brooke Booth, episode number 120. Okay, this is a number one in a three-part series about mixed faith marriages and patriarchy. So if this topic's not interesting to you or triggering to you, or you want to pass, fine, skip it, <laughs> skip the next two. There are, there are going to be three. This one that I'm going to share today was also very similar to what was posted in a recent exponent blog post that I was a contributor for. So if you want to see it in writing, you can go there and find it. Um, so I'm going to talk today generally about mixed faith marriage and patriarchy and some of the differences men and women face in a mixed faith marriage. Next time, I'm going to talk about women's experience in particular and how they tend to be angry. And we're going to talk about why there's nothing wrong with that. The third one after that, we're going to talk about things like invisible um, labor, emotional load, emotional labor, mental load, and how that can show up in a mixed faith marriage. The reason I want to talk about these, these issues is one, I think they're super important. Like, I think they need to be talked about more and more and more. But primarily, I want to talk about them because a lot of times when a client will come to me and they'll just be like, something's not settling right. I just, I can't quite put my finger on it, but I'm just getting like that there's a problem here or that there's just something that's I'm not comfortable with, but I don't know why. Um, a large percentage of the time when somebody presents like that, it's one of these issues. There's something that's just like below the surface socialization with how men are socialized or how women are socialized. And it's coming up and they just can't quite put their finger on it because it's not explicit. It's, it's definitely more implied. It's more meta. It's more underneath the surface. But don't think that's still not creating real and lasting effects. So that's why I want to, that's why I think this is an important topic because it can help give language and concepts to things that are otherwise hard to understand and hard to articulate because they just are below the surface. Um, I think the term benevolent patriarchy or benevolent sexism is often what we see in our society. We have very nice, very nice people doing very nice things, but sometimes that doesn't mean that they're still not also causing harm if they are, you know, functioning from a place of inequality. Okay, let's start. I remember years ago listening to Gina Colvin. Um, if you don't know Gina Colvin, she was the podcast host for a thoughtful faith, an excellent podcast I would recommend. And she was talking about her own experience unpacking patriarchy, her own faith journey in, in great detail in the podcast. It's very interesting, but she said something once in the podcast that really stuck with me specifically as she was talking about patriarchy. She said, once you see it, you cannot unsee it. And at the time, I remember being like, oh, I can certainly relate. Because sometimes you want to unsee it 
because it it's I'm going to say arguably easier to not see it. Like it's easier to not have a faith transition than to have a faith transition. It's easier to not see the impacts of patriarchy than to see it. Now that doesn't mean we don't want to, or that there aren't benefits of seeing it, but once you see it, you can't unsee it. And so I want to talk about some of the differences men in a mixed faith marriage experience as compared to women in a mixed faith marriage. And I'm going to be really careful to note that my conclusions, the points I'm making here are really anecdotal. Like these are based on my own personal experience, working with clients in my own life. They are my musings about differences I see with men and women as they face a mixed faith marriage. I am no way saying they're absolute, universal, or even complete. Okay. This is just my musings. And another note before we dive in, just because there are differences that men face versus women in a mixed faith marriage doesn't mean that it's inherently easier or better for one sex than the other or one gender than the other. Each individual's path is is really their own and cannot accurately be compared to each other. However, as I said earlier, the point I want to do this, like the purpose is to bring some understanding to your own experience. It can also be a great starting place for discussions between friends, between spouses, or even just with yourself as you take another look at your own relationship with yourself, with your spouse. Okay, let's get started. Well, I'm going to do this by topic. I'm going to take a topic and then I'll, I'll talk through how it can really be a different experience if you're a man having a faith transition versus a woman having a faith transition. The first one is finances. So we're going to talk tithing. So in a patriarchal society, men make the financial decisions for a family or couple. And I, I realize this may not be across the board and categorical to your experience. I'm just talking very generally. Tithing decisions are certainly financial decisions. So I typically see a few scenarios when I see the internal workings of a mixed faith couple. So let's say the man has had a faith transition and is the sole breadwinner. In this situation, it's typical for the family to stop paying tithing, even if the wife would like to continue paying. If the woman has a faith transition and contributes financially and her husband contributes financially, often the woman stops paying tithing on her income and the husband continues to pay tithing on his income. The woman has a faith transition and is a stay-at-home wife slash mother. As you see, a couple of things play out in this scenario. It might be that push for 5%, 5% split. Um, but I also see where the husband just continues to pay 10%. So that would be the first situation we talked about where he's the sole breadwinner and he just pays tithing even if... Um, even if his wife would like, but I do see a five, five percent split in this category too. So I wanted to highlight that. Now what I've never seen, and again, I'm not saying it's out there. I'm just saying I've never seen it is where a man remains active and they stop paying tithing altogether. And I think this is because the bottom line is that 10 men tend to have more say or more weight in financial decisions, AKA tithing decisions. And again, this is not a referendum 
this is just what I'm seeing. And I think it's worth noting if you are struggling in your own experience and can't quite understand why. Okay. The next topic is emotional labor and no, I'm going to do a whole nother podcast just on this, but I wanted to give you a flavor here. So in a patriarchal society or a patriarchal relationship, women tend to carry the emotional labor load in a family or in a relationship. Emotional labor is the unseen and often unappreciated labor that goes on behind the scenes. So think about it. It's the work necessary for running a family and a household. Um, the emotional work. Now, in my next following podcast, we'll talk about mental load versus emotional labor and the difference, but we're just going to talk really broadly here. So think about checking in on the kids, you know, have they done their homework? Are they, are social needs met? Are their physical needs met? Are they healthy? Um, asking your spouse about work projects, offering support and encouragement and callings, um, reaching out to in-laws, making sure mother have mother day cards and gifts for in-laws, for kids, for aunts, for uncles, all of this is emotional labor. A mixed faith marriage can increase the amount of emotional labor needed in a family or couple. Think of the emotional labor that increases around managing children when one spouse attends church and the other stays home. Think about the emotional labor that increases or is involved when changing things like family prayer and family scripture study or family home evening routines. Think about how the emotional labor can increase in managing relationships with in-laws after a faith transition. Regardless of whether the man or the woman has a faith transition, emotional labor is often disproportionately carried by the woman in the relationship. And I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong. I'm just saying this is generally how it plays out. And what do you want to do about that? What do you want to think about that? What do you want to do differently, if anything at all? Okay, community. In a patriarchal society, men often work outside the home and women work inside the home. And again, I'm not saying this is absolute. I've definitely worked outside the home for years, but this is a typical stereotypical situation. So when there's a faith transition and a mixed faith marriage, men are often not as impacted socially as a woman who's had a faith transition. Men tend to maintain friendships, interactions with colleagues at work. Women, on the other hand, may be more socially isolated if they leave the church community. Women's opportunities for friendship and social interactions may have been limited or primarily focused on church gatherings and church activities. So if a woman has a faith transition, she may have a disproportionate decrease in her social interactions. I know a lot of people really struggle with leaving the community and the benefits of the community. This may be impactful um, in that. It may be a slightly more impactful um, situation for a woman than a man. Okay, next topic, logic and emotion. In a patriarchal society, men are seen as logical and rational and women are seen as emotional. When a man leaves the church, it may be attributed to his scientific training, his education, or his hours of study. Um, and even if those are quote-unquote unapproved resources, it's still studious. A woman's reasons for leaving may be attributed to her being easily influenced or easily persuaded, 
Her decision may be seen as emotional, coming out of nowhere, or silly. Next topic, individual value. In a patriarchal society, men's value often comes from providing financially, and a woman's value often comes from like their motherhood, their nurturing, their relational skills. So accordingly, when there's a mixed faith marriage, if the man is still providing financially, even though he's had a faith transition, he's still valuable. He's still doing what's important for the family. So if a woman has a faith transition, if then the woman may be labeled as falling short as a mother, i.e. nurturing her children in the gospel, she may not be seen as valuable in the relationship or the family as before. I think it's fair to say that there may be a perception that her relational, relational skills may be perceived as diminished because she's not performing the roles expected of her as mother in the church or of the supportive wife to her husband as he fulfills his callings. I think a woman's personal value is often tied closely to her performance as a mother and wife, which can be synonymous with church activity, teaching the gospel to her children and her faith. So when those things are gone or questioned or diminished, her value may also in turn be perceived as diminished. And these are just some areas, some topics where it can be a different experience to be a man having a faith transition than a woman having a faith transition. And so accordingly, there might be slightly different dynamics in the mixed faith marriage, depending on who's had the faith transition. Now I get it. Yes. A mixed faith marriage has an impact on both the husband and wife. Absolutely. But those impacts may not be identical. Looking at the differences men and women face can shine a light on areas that cause pain and frustration in your marriage, but might be really hard to articulate. So this is Podcast is just to give you some ideas, maybe give you some language, maybe just help you know where to put your focus so that you can start working on those areas that may just be niggling at you or irritating you or not really sitting right, but you don't know why. Okay, if you are looking for help for your mixed faith marriage, as always, go to brookboothcoaching.com. I am here to help. This is what I do. This is what I love doing. Feel free to reach out and get on a free consultation call. We'll take about an hour and we're going to talk about your marriage in detail as much as we can in an hour. Anyway, we'll see if the coaching I offer can be helpful to you. All right. Wishing you the very best.